Hey there, this is Emily. And this is Rosa. Welcome to the Unchecked Podcast. We are two women from two different countries who will talk about living life in their late 20s. Hey, it's Emily here. Before we begin the episode, we just want to acknowledge and call out the recent uptick in targeted attacks towards the APIDA community due to the pandemic. This really hits close to home for me. So we at Unchecked Podcast stand with calls from other activists and community members to call and name these recent events as hate crimes. We encourage our APIDA brothers, sisters, and family members to stand in solidarity with the BIPOC community during this time. Just want to let everyone know to feel free to reach out and support another however we can, educate, learn how to be an informed bystander, and amplify other trusted voices in your day-to-day. We are strong and we can rise above this. I'm sending positive vibes to each and every one of you. And with that, we're going to jump right into our latest episode. So remember that? That was the sound of the 90s, and that is what we're going to talk about today. We're super excited to get into it. Um, we're gonna just going to have a casual conversation about what we miss about the 90s, what we want to bring back, and any stories of when we were younger. Um, Rosa, start us off. What do I miss about the 90s? The music. I love Weezer. <laughs> I miss, I mean, actually, like, Nintendo was such a big part of my life, you know? I had a, I had, like every single thing that you could possibly have on Nintendo. What Street Fighter character were you? Katana. Oh, I know. I was the basic. I was Chun-Li. She was awesome. Those kicks. Finish him. Boom, boom, boom. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's just like, it's so much, you know? Like, I mean, I'm a Nirvana fan. But it's, it's interesting because I have so much 90s nostalgia and like I don't even like we were so young, you know, like yeah. 92. So I mean, we were born in the beginning of the decade. So it's not like we we remember the nineties, we lived them, but it's not like we came of age in the nineties. So it's a different type of nostalgia. Yeah, there has been arguments that say that people in the late nineties aren't considered nineties kids. We're just jumping on the bandwagon. And actual 90s kids are those that were, like, born in the 80s. I mean, I get it. I have, I know a lot of people born in the 80s here in France because everybody be old. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but actually. And so, yeah, like, sometimes a lot of things that they say, I'm like, yo, what are you talking about? And they're like, yo, that happened 95, 96. I was like, I was like. <laughs> I was like a baby. Because honestly, everyone, like, when you go abroad, mm-hmm. when you live abroad, it's, everybody is obsessed with friends you know and everybody talks to you about friends and like you know like the 90s was a time for friends and i'm just like first of all when friends was going on i was too young to watch friends and right. also like friends be so white and like no offense but like that actual like i understand if you're learning to speak english if you watch friends because the dialogue is not like you know that interesting or high level so i get it 
But for us, it was like, but I remember like mostly like Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network. Yeah, I had like a, so basically there were times when I didn't have cable and then when I did have cable, I have no idea how that happened. But when I didn't have cable, I would watch like PBS, like Cyber Chase, um, Jackie Chan Adventures, if you like watched that. And then the post cable phase was like, Hey Arnold, Sabrina Teenage Witch, Boy Meets World, Sweet Life, like all those Disney and Nickelodeon shows. Yes. Oh my God. Boy Meets World. Oh. Yo, I have a story about Boy Meets World. Like, I think at that time I was super young. And then I also, like, my grandma took care of me a lot. And so there be times when I'm watching Boy Meets World. And when my, the moment my mom comes back from work, I will immediately switch to another channel. Because one of the characters are like making out with another person and like felt embarrassed to show it to my parents. I was that kind of prude teenager. Definitely did not grow up in Miami. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. You remember Neopets? Of course. I had a dinosaur Neopet. It died like in two days. <laughs> How long? I would say like between Nintendo 64 and Neopet, like what, what do you say you spent more time on? Nintendo 64. I think it's yeah. like. And breaking it because my brother and I do not, until this day, know the concept of sharing. And like, honestly, those things were built to last. I feel like over the years, things have like started to break easierly, like easy, easily. But before, it was just like impossible to break these things. You know, the phones, you almost couldn't break them in the 90s. I remember throwing the phone, like, do you, do you have like, for, for example, like for, you know, our audience that, lives post like cell phone yeah like (laughs) back in the day you used to have only one phone in your house and well some people have two like if you watch shows some of the girls had like their own line which is like bizarre so they would somebody would call you and they would like ask for you so they had to talk to your mom or your dad or whoever and then would you sit there for hours i remember sitting there for hours on end i don't even know what the hell did i say like what did i talk about i like don't know with your friends on your phone yeah have you tried like three-way calling like in mean girls when they like pick up a line and you try to connect someone and you're talking shit about the other person probably i don't even remember but i remember that that was like a thing Like, let's start with the films. Okay. So, from the films, I remember, I think, three films that really, like, like touched me. Titanic, because I have this incredible, like, crush on Leonardo DiCaprio. I have never been... I have... I feel like I have, like, zero attention span. Like, I could not sit in a two-hour lecture, but I watched Titanic, <laughs> like, millions of times. I don't know how. You know, for some reason, I feel like I've watched Titanic, but maybe it was always with my parents because I never remember they had that sex scene in there until I was older. Like, I didn't even know but that was But it's not really sex. It's just like a hand that is like... That's Well, the, that one and also when she's like naked on the couch. Like, I didn't even remember that. Maybe I just blocked it off my head, but... And then when she's like, pay me like your French girl. Exactly. That's when I knew I had to come to France, you know. I was like, these people have fun. I love Leo, though. Uh, like, Leo and Tom Hanks were my favorite. Like, Catch Me If You Can, if you watch that. Oh, I love that. Oof, That's that was my all-time favorite. So, my second movie that, like, made my life was The Lost World. Like, you know, Jurassic Park. Yes. That's, that's actually really sad, though. Don't they all die at the end? Spoiler alert. Do they? No, some of them survive. Like, the oh, two okay, okay. survive. And, like, I liked it. Like, I really like sci-fi. And that was, like, you know, the beginning of 
being going full nerd for me you know like mm -hmm. it was just like wow we can do this we can bring like dinosaurs to life and you know this is so interesting with the like you know biology and all these things that got involved like it was a very interesting concept for me and yeah. then the last one was uh many black because i really wish i can go to space someday so it really made me like wonder you know you literally took all my movies out of really? my mouth yeah those are the, like basically the top three that i was gonna talk about they're i loved all of those i'm thinking more of like what we played with during our childhood and that just like i had a few things let me know if it's also similar to you like tamagotchi was a huge thing i know they mm -hmm. had like a mini comeback recently in school there's this specific specific computer program called kid picks and I, i remember i had a class about it and basically it's just like it's like paint but you actually like play around and like build stuff on it and then it actually shows up as like an interaction. Goosebumps, R.L. Stein. Oh my god, I think I read them all. Like I think that was one of the beginning of me falling in love with reading. Yeah. Oh my god, I remember I love those. Um and then I wrote uh TY toys because they were I collected them when I was younger too. TY? What was yeah, that? Yeah, TY toys. It's like the like the beanie beanie toys. Oh, nice. beanie babies. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh yes. You know, like actually, like I read up, like you know, like researching for like the nineties nostalgia. I read up on like a di uh, divorce, like couple that were actually like went through their whole beanie toy collection, and it was like, okay, you get this beanie toy, you get this beanie toy. Like I was like, damn. I still have a bag of them that my parents refuse to give up because they think it's gonna sell a lot now so i wonder how much they sell for it i have like a, the duck and the dog but well didn't they like I, like i think they will right like maybe they're like 20 dollars a piece i have like 10 like 10 or 20 of them <laughs> Damn. Yeah. well as my parents because my parents used to like sell handbags but I, or they used to do like warehouses so they somehow i like, had extra stock of that and they sold it at like flea markets and stuff so i think that's why we have it Yeah. But that's so cool that you have like I always wanted to have a collection of things. Like I try to have a collection of stamps and stuff like that. I have a stamp collection, but I think it, like it's between like hoarding versus like having a lot of things. Like I'm trying to be really minimalistic now, so I yeah. don't. I threw out a lot of stuff. Um, and then one more thing, like scholastic fairs. Did you have that back in Florida? Oh my god, I loved it. I mean, you know, like yeah, I get it. We have bad education, uh, Emily. But yes, we do have it. We do read books here in the South, okay? <laughs> I didn't know. So, like, sometimes, like, when I was a kid, they would have, like, buses, classic buses, and you'd go on the bus and, like, buy books there. Well, we didn't have buses because, you know, we don't put that much money on education, so. <laughs> <laughs> But you have classic fairs. But, like, yeah, so we with. had a fair, yeah. Oh, my God. I love those. Those were so fun. I would always be, like, so excited to, like, open a booklet and tell my mom I want to buy this one book and it always came with like extra stuff with it oh yeah, yeah. like stickers and stuff yeah stickers or like there was like rock collections and they give you like extra rocks to play with or like coloring books things like that <laughs> life was so simple we were happy with rocks <laughs> I'm telling you man Um, but I guess, like, to pivot a little bit, like, did we have any stories of when we were younger, like, that tied back to feeling like a 90s kid? Any, like, interesting stories when you were younger? I can start first because I, <laughs> this was something I told you, Rosa, from, like, yesterday or two days ago. Um, so basically when I, so don't judge me, folks who are listening. Back in elementary school, 
I was the designated ice cream hall monitor. So during lunchtime, I would be the one that would stand next to the ice cream stand. Um, and then like if kids want to buy ice cream, they'll come up to me and I'll do, you know, do the exchange. And so what happened is that one day I had no self-control. And granted, this is me, my own little world talking to myself. I was like, okay, I really want ice cream right now, but I don't have the money for it. So in my head, I set this little scenario where I was like, I found ice, uh, I found money in my boot, but the money was actually already from like the ice cream funds that were in there. And I was like, oh my God, Emily, you have a dollar. You can buy your ice cream sandwich. I bought my ice cream sandwich. I ate it. And obviously the next day I like put it back into like the ice cream bank. But that was the little story I told of myself as an ice cream hall monitor. And I don't know why I just embarrassed myself like that, but that is, that's my story. <laughs> I think one of my stories, because you know I love films, is how much I used to love going to Blockbuster with my family. Like, with my, especially with my uncle, because he's also a film buff. But, like, I would just love to, like, browse the movies forever. Like, I don't know, the potential, not even, like, actually watching them, the potential. And then, like, you know, you're walking and you buying the popcorn. And the, like, the whole experience was fun for me. Like, I really look forward to it. They had popcorn and blockbusters. Yeah. Wait, what? Wait, then, you okay. mean the video store, right? They have popcorn. <laughs> yeah, and and candy too, and soda. Oh, that makes sense. So it's like you're having the experience at home, but you're just buying the VHS tapes. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I feel like life was so simple in the '90s. Like we just had small things to care about, you know. I think it's also that we took joy on things that, like, he, right now, like, okay. I mean, you know, I'm not a developer, so I really enjoy technology. But at the same time, we have cut off so much of the middleman that we don't even have, like, the type of human interactions that we had before. Like, before so you true. go to a blockbuster and, like, they knew you, you know, like, the blockbuster guy knew my uncle because my uncle was always there, like, every weekend. And he'll be like, oh, have you checked this out? Have you checked this out? Like, sometimes I will stay there for half an hour because they will have these conversations about movies and stuff like that, you know, because obviously a lot of people that work at Blockbuster like movies too. So they would like talk about things and then they would always like refer us to this new thing to watch and stuff like that. Like you don't get, Netflix doesn't do that. It's just like, are you still there? <laughs> so back in the day, me and my parents always watched like TVB, like Hong Kong shows. And so we would actually go to like a video store that releases it like once a week. And so like it's always like, let's say it releases in Hong Kong, maybe like a week before it comes out like that Wednesday after in the US, they have it on VHS. So we will always go to this one store. We know the guy, we ask for the tape, we borrow it, and then we bring it back the next day. So yeah, like I like the routine of it, you know, of just talking to someone and getting the stuff and that whole experience. I don't know. Like I, 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 I miss that. And also like, I miss the fact that you used to own things, you know? Like, I was thinking about mm. it because before, when I was little, had, like, this uh, VHA steps, tapes. And I used to have, like, all the Disney ones, you know? Like, my, I have a cousin that had even more. Like, she had everything. She has stacks of things. And now, everything that we own is kind of, like, downloadable. Digital. It's in the crowd, you know? Yeah. Wait, did you remember? I don't know if this was, like, a McDonald's thing. But, like, they would have, like, mini cassette tapes of one song. And you would play that one song in this cassette tape. I remember like I had one for Britney Spears, Lucky, and I played that song over and over again in this like little cassette tape. It was so cute. She cries, cries. cries, cries. 
<laughs> oh my god like on, on now that we're segueing into music like 90s kids had like one of the best musics like i mean first of all walking around with a walkman was like the shit yeah also like you make your own cds like when you gave someone like yo i made you this playlist here listen to this it's like another level right I, I like i don't even yeah i don't even know how to explain it like making a playlist it's a big deal to me. Like I made a playlist for Valentine's Day and I like pour my heart out and like I forgot how fun that was, you know? Wait, so you, you made one? You made one for Jocelyn? Like yeah. recently? Yeah, Aww. and it's cute. Like, you know, like it was fun. But at the same time, I remember like when I was younger and I used to do my CDs, it was like, it was an intense experience. Like, you know, you had to be there, like, make sure, like, burn it correctly. Because then I, I remember I used to, like, mess them up. And my dad would be like, okay, these are now <laughs> these are expensive. Discard. What songs were you into? Was it the typical, like, Britney Spears, Spice Girls yeah. categories? And sing. Also, like, Basic. obviously, like, a lot of Latinx music. Um, Thalia, I think Paulina Rubio, too. Like, for example, like, you know, I watched this show, uh, High Fidelity with Zoe Kovacs, and, like, she talked about, like, how there's, like, a science to making a playlist, and I really thought, put so much thought, like, I was just like, okay, I love this Nirvana song, but I'm not gonna, like, end it because I want to give the playlist, mm -hmm. like, a feel-good feeling, so I don't want to end with a sad song, so let me, like, and I was, like, eight, like, I don't know why I was, like, overthinking already. <laughs> Like, let's just think back to, like, elementary, middle school Rosa. Like, what type of person was she? Like, what were, like, were you the cool kid? Were you the sportsy kid? Were you the nerd? Like, honestly, I I don't think I was ever, ever like, labeled, per se. I, could, I couldn't say that I was, like, I couldn't say, like, I was this or that. Because, like, for example, when I was in... When I was in elementary, like half of my elementary, I did in Peru, and I was like very goody goody tissues. I went to Catholic school. I did everything that I was supposed to do. I was like home honor, like class representative the whole time and everything. Wow. And then, uh, but I still play basketball, and I was like really well rounded. So I, it wasn't like when I moved to the United States, and I realized that people like put more people in boxes. Like you do this, you do that, but I was never like in one box per se you know i had friends yes. and all over and i did my own thing i felt like i was more like i did my own thing kind of person yeah you were like the individual which makes sense like i didn't give a shit <laughs> where were you well you probably know i was like the quiet kid you know surprising right <laughs> really surprising yeah like, bro where you did not entomb your leo powerness no i think i mean like you know, typical Asian family th shit. Like, I was quiet at home, so it naturally transferred to school. Um, I was a goody two-shoes. So, like, up definitely up until high school, I didn't even know what Cliff Notes was. <laughs> You're killing me. You are I, killing me. I was, I was, if you were a goody two-shoes, I was, like, above and beyond it, but in the dumbest way ever. Like, I would memorize books, like, to study for exams. No Cliff Notes, just memorize Damn. books. Damn, what happened to your smartness? I <laughs> No, I was saying this. I'm saying I was like I was like hardworking in the dumbest, non-efficient way ever. <laughs> but I, I I would feel like I was like nerd. I was like pretty nerdy. I would study all the time. People always ask me for my notes. Teachers pet like you name it. 
but I was also very chubby. <laughs> but I think also like you were quiet because you're an only child. I feel like that's oh, the maybe. one. That's the problem of being an only child because like you don't have anyone to fight with. Like my brother and I, like we are assertive as fuck because we had to fight for resources, and by that I mean the Nintendo. So like you know, from the very beginning, I remember we would like look at each other. My mom would pick us up from work from from after school, and we would like look at each other on the driveway and run to the house like who's gonna be the first one to get there you know and we fought like you know you could not be quiet like close mouths don't get fed in this house you know <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious that's true and like while i like just go back home and log on to neopets and like talk to people on aim yeah that's true i think that's why I, like i value friendship so much and i think I'll, were you in esl when you were younger too when you like moved from peru to us eso yeah Mm-hmm. so i was in ESO for one year and then afterwards i went to gifted classes and it was <laughs> okay all right <laughs> yeah i mean i mean not to say anything but i mean i was in florida and the system of education is not that good at all like i like i i think i said that before but i was already like you know in math i was so ahead like in peru they taught me so much more so i went to mm-hmm. school and i was like what the fuck is this i learned this two years ago were you like in like Arista Archon, well, that's a new, maybe that's a New York thing, but that was like the honors version. I was in like, uh, yeah, like AP classes, and yeah, well, in high school, mm-hmm. and in middle school, I was in gifted classes, and that's it. It wasn't a big deal. Like, I mean, to me, it's like, I mean, foreign education did not prepare me for college. That's for sure. Like, I have some amazing teachers, but there were few and far in between. I don't know what this is about Northeastern, but high school was harder for me. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I, I went I went to text. You know, uh, people don't know that's a specialized high school in New York. And, like, their AP classes are super intense. So, I guess it just prepares you for college. But, like, my freshman sophomore year, I was also in marketing, which I'm, I'm going to show the business majors. Like, marketing is, like, super easy. So, maybe it was a little bit of that. But it was, like, not hard at all. No, I mean, honestly, like... New York has really good public education and I feel like when I moved to New York I realized how far behind we are because all of you like had all these you know like resources that we didn't have yeah and it's just like it, it was a little bit like when I went when I started working here and everybody's like yeah I went to here I went to Stuyvesant and like like no name dropping high schools you know like yeah, they, that wasn't they, a thing in Florida. You're being like, like, I went to Florida High. No, like, nobody thing. fucking cares in Florida. <laughs> you don't even need to take a test to go into school. I like see, you know, yeah. he, like honestly, for I think they beg us to go to school. <laughs> like, <laughs> like please come to school today, please. <laughs> like it's different, you know, and it was a waste of time. Like I feel like I learned so much from my friends because everybody was from all over the place. You know, in mm-hmm. Peru, like we're more like. I was in a more homogeneous per se like place, and in when in when I moved to the United States, I have friends from all over. You know, like I remember, like I have Jewish friends, I have Muslim friends, I have like friends from like everywhere, and I learned so much just uh, just going over to their houses and be like, okay, today's Ramadan, so nobody eats uh, until like the sun sets. And I was like, what is that? And then you know, they would just tell me things, and like we do like you know things together and i just like wow this is so cool junkie poor like you know like all these different things that i learned from them so i think that i learned more about life from my friends yeah yeah same here i just i when i moved to college i learned how to be dumb and actually studying smarter i feel like this, this is the last thing i'm going to say i feel like especially my school my high school that i went to it just like taught us more than studying but like actually like 
building habits and like character if that makes sense it's just like i realized like a lot of so much of these things my like organization and all these skills like brought me from high school to like my work today just that ethics kind of way Um, yeah i feel like discipline takes you a long way and like i didn't learn anything at all like i literally just like hit my face and i was in college and i was like fuck i'm gonna fail everything because i didn't learn anything it was so easy (laughs) do you know that basically this marks a year where people in their 2000s can now buy alcohol yeah that's crazy so when they don't even need to look at our IDs anymore because if it doesn't start with a two zero, it means that you can buy alcohol. It's like you're old as fuck. Okay, welcome here. Have a ch- have a beer. <laughs> Cheers. Exactly. Well, the good thing about not being challenged in high school, I mean, I would say not being challenged anywhere (laughs) is that i had time to read a lot and i feel like one of the things about being a 90s kids is harry potter books like i think i that was the first fan like you know before like (laughs) k-pop that was a fair fan club that i was part of like i remember like every year i would like get the book and it was like a freaking arms race between my friends and i was like who's gonna finish first because nobody wants to get spoiled and then we'll talk about it like during the summer or whatever the time was that that, like that for you too a fun fact a lot of harry potter fans and you might hate me but like i never really finished past the fifth book i read all the five books and i skipped to the the seventh book and read the last page to see (laughs) If Ron and Hermione were together, and that was the end of Harry Potter for me. I, I I don't even know what to say after this. Like, I'm so shocked. Like, but why? Like, you you didn't get into it? or oh, I can't tell if I got into it later, but I felt like there was a gap between her releasing the fifth book and the sixth book, or sixth and seventh book, that, like, I forgot the storyline, and I didn't want to catch up again, so I just, like, gave up on, this, on the, sto- in the series. I mean, I watched the movies, if that counts, but... I never really finished the books. Wow. I mean, you know, there's always time to go back and read it again. I have it on my bookshelf. I could like start again. We'll we'll see. I'll let you know. I'll keep you posted. Maybe it's a quarant- like a quarantine COVID thing I'll do. But you know, like besides despite all the things uh JK Rowling has done right now, like I will have to say that like she really started like a wave of having like young people read. You know, mm. like it was very important. I think that a lot of people just got their love from reading from reading Harry Potter books. And yeah, that's important because like I feel like I mean, now it's more common to have like, you know, trilogies or like Divergent and mm. uh Hunger Games and all this stuff, like mm-hmm. uh Twilight. Oh my god, I was a Twilight fan too. Like but Harry Potter was the one that set the stage of like multiple books, you know? That's true. Do you remember going to like your local library and like borrowing books, but the books were like paper slips you had to fill out at the end? That's like attached at the end of each book, and you had to write down yes. your name and a due date. Yes. I had this weird thing where I love sniffing books. <laughs> they Me smelled too. really good. But that's why, like, this is my problem because I love libraries, but at the same time now because of COVID, like, I don't. I've been buying books because I'm scared of taking them out of like, like, you know, and like, 
I have stopped reading books from like uh, Kendall and stuff like that because I am always in front of the computer because of my work. So I, when I want to read, I just want to like look at a paper. So yeah, I feel like going to the library was the thing, especially yeah. because when my parents, because we used to have internet back in Peru, but we, when we first, first moved to the United States, we didn't have any internet at home. So it was also like the time to go on the internet. So. I think they like the government did a great job in promoting reading is fun. Like I just remember being really excited about reading. Maybe it's just me as a person, but like that, those were fun times. Scholastic, borrowing books from the library, like all those things. It's crazy. Like so, I work. I obviously work like with a lot of high schools now, and so like when I go to the high schools, I go to the English teachers' like um, classroom, and I see the books I read when I was younger. Like Edgar Allan Poe, they still have The Outsiders. They still have a lot of things that like I read when I was younger. It's kind of crazy. It's like time stopped, and then I came back and I saw all the book, all the books again. There's those are timeless classics. Oh, okay, let's switch a little gears a little bit. So, like, any fashion trends? Well, I used to wear, like, I mean, I think it's a Florida thing that everybody wears, like, a sweater and short shorts. That used to be my outfit with, like, sometimes, like, a, like, a, what's it called, like, a cap. Oh, okay. All right. It's, like, casual style. Casual, casual. Or, like, you know, the, what is it called, like, the flannel pants? Like, joggers? No, like, the pants are, like, jeans, but they're, like, you know, they're, they're not, like, skinny jeans. They're like long in the bottom. I don't know. How, like it smells oh, like a bell. Like bell, bell bottoms. Pants. Bell bottoms. Wow. <laughs> bell bottoms are coming back. I feel like a lot of the trends are coming back from the nineties. But I w- I was like a fashion horror. I don't even know how to say it, but like I was really bad. I well, you were like eight, so that's okay. <laughs> I know, but my mom dressed me up, which I promise, I swear, I will never dress my daughter or son in the same way ever again. <laughs> but it was always like I was wearing joggers, always oversized like t-shirts. I remember one time, like for an entire week, there's this like brand I forgot like what country it was, but it was like huge dog bobbleheads, and I would have huge dog bobbleheads on my t-shirt. And I wore it for the entire week, and I thought that was cool. Like that's the style I was living with. You know, I I do you remember slap braces? Like those yes. braces. Oh my god, I used to be obsessed with them. Like I had so many, and then also I wore glitter. Like because I feel like because oh, I glitter. couldn't, I couldn't like get away with the in Catholic school in Peru. The minute I moved here, I was like, I put butterflies in my hair. Like I was like, you know, trying to like you know get out there and do whatever i wanted but the worst thing that happened to me fashion wise was that i have thick eyebrows and i decided that i wanted those skinny eyebrows like you know like <laughs> yes I know what you're and i literally shaved my eyebrow by mistake like by yourself like how do you shave you use like, your dad's like, shaver like how did like, you shave it off i don't even freaking remember but like i have a picture like and then the next day was supposed to be like picture day so i have a picture where half of my eyebrow is not there like it's shaved <laughs> like there's a oh my god i don't know what the fuck i did that like it was like wow well i mean at least you didn't have bowl cuts which is a huge fashion trend among asians <laughs> Like, my mom didn't actually use a physical bowl, but I, I remember always having bangs for, like, the longest time until I actually went to a hairdresser and got my haircut fixed. 
I remember I was very colorful, like, oh, and nice. I and I wore like so much. Uh, what's it called? Like overalls. Mm-hmm. Like overalls were my thing. I think like I lived in overalls. <laughs> yeah, I was just a nerd. I don't know what else to say. I'm like a nerd, nerdy kid, chubby nerdy kid with a bowl cut. You could already imagine it, folks. <laughs> like the go up is real, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So what television shows did you watch when you were, like, in the 90s? Did you watch Pokemon? Oh, of course I did. I mean, we we briefly talked about it before, but yeah, Pokemon. Have you heard Clover Girls? Do you remember that? No. They were, like, a group of three girls that were spies. Uh, Powerpuff Girls. I just remember the book that I was going to think. I was thinking of The Giver yes oh you dude i had like a epiphany when i read that book like <laughs> what was your epiphany i had an epiphany too what i don't know your... that there's that there's a life beyond this <laughs> that it's like something super meta i don't remember specifically but it's just like wow like we're like trapped in the bubble kind of situation yeah like honestly like that ending of the book it just like really blew my mind yeah, but what shows did you what shows did you watch where you go back to shows? Like were were you like a Disney fan, Nickelodeon fan, both? Cartoon Network fan. Well, oh, a little bit right. of everything. Because I love like Dragon Ball C and mm-hmm. I watched a lot of that. I think I for a moment at the song I watched I watched a lot of anime and Cartoon Network had really good shows back in the day. Like is Curse the Carly Dog on Cartoon Network? Do you remember that one? It's kind of like sci-fi. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that one too. That was like kind of messed up though. Yeah, um, like some Cartoon Network shows. Like when we were little, like we said before, like when we're talking one on one. Like some of them were like, mm, is this real for kids or what? <laughs> like how Helga and Hey Arnold was actually a real stalker that should not be. <laughs> wait, 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 what? Anyway. You do not have like you know monuments to the questions that you have. Yo, you I steal their gum and put it in. <laughs> I mean, no lie, I had a crush on Arnold, and he was a football head. Come on, <laughs> but I I really like Arnold because he really taught us to be empathetic to people. I remember like the bird homeless person, mm-hmm. like that episode where he like went into the sun and flew, like. Like later on, I read that he was supposed to be interpreted as he as he committed suicide or something like that. I didn't and, know that. Yeah, and I was just like, I didn't even know what to think, you know. Yeah. But, but like, they really portray him as a person that deserves empathy. Like everybody deserves empathy, but it, it was just like, wow. Like they kind of sneaked in the lessons there, and mm-hmm. it was good. Did you watch any public shows like Zoom? I mean, what I remember is Sesame Street. Okay. Yes, yeah, Sesame but Zoom was the thing. Zoom like taught you how to make things and they had like fun activities. Okay, so I guess like to wrap up this episode, like if you could if you can go back in time and tell your younger self something, what would it be? Like as born in the nineties and going all through these things, like well, what advice would you give yourself? Put all of your money on GME. <laughs> oh my god. Like at this exact date. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
I mean, like, I don't know. Like, to be 100% honest, yeah, I have done some stupid shit, but I don't regret anything that I've done. Like, I don't know. Like, I was telling Josuan, look, I'm going to turn 30 soon, and I have lived ev every single, like, age. Like, I have turned I have turned 10 in Peru. I have turned 20 in the United States. I have turned, I'm going to turn 30 oh, wow. in France. Yeah. Like, I feel like I have lived a lot. I've lived in three countries, speak two languages. Like, so far, I would, I, I just continue the momentum, Rosa. Keep going like this, you know? Yeah, like, no regrets kind of situation. Don't, don't stop. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the only thing that I would say to, to myself is just like, live in the present more. Because I think yeah. sometimes, like, I got caught up a lot with, like, wanting to do things or wanting things that weren't really necessary. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And sometimes, like, I didn't really enjoy as much. But besides that, no. Nice. What about you? Uh, well, <laughs> because I was nerdy and chubby and all these things, I was, like, actually bullied a little bit back in elementary school. So I would just tell myself, like, not to let those <laughs> bitches trample over you. <laughs> they're mean they're really mean like uh, who i was mean to you i remember this one girl was like because i didn't know what they what it was so she's like oh emily are you a virgin and so when she asked me that one time i like i didn't know what virgin meant so i was like i thought it was like something bad so i was like no and they just like started laughing at me there is i don't know if it was safe for you in florida but there was always this group of like three girls super skinny typically white that would like be really mean and obnoxious to everyone and that's what i'd encounter in middle and elementary school maybe i was the miami version of them nice <laughs> yeah i was gonna like maybe you're one of them <laughs> no i mean to be honest like okay so like i don't know but in miami it's like very different you know i know i understand mm. like especially like a lot of my friends that are asian americans they used to say to me that when they were in especially little they used to be afraid to bring out their lunch because like white people will bully them mm -hmm. because of the different lunch that they look different and smell different but like in miami at least my like like latinx and black people were the majority you know right so right. white people used to get crowned on you know like, yeah. like white people were not like all flexing cool their kids. privilege it's like you guys were they were not cool like like i feel like the most the uncoolest person in my class was white like and it's not like i think like i'm not saying that it's a i mean that's also bad like we should not, this should not be like cool and uncool it should just be like kids going to school period right right yeah but miami culture was more like you have to have swag i guess you know yeah a little bit of like personality I don't know. Yeah, I think it was just like, yeah, I would just tell myself, stick up for yourself. Don't be bullied. Not that I was like intensely bullied, but there are just some stuff that people would say to me that it got to my head. So just be stronger, Emily, is what I would tell myself. I mean, kids are vicious, definitely. Yeah, especially girls. It's not like, at least with guys, you can just fight it off and call it a day. Well, with most like guys. But I feel like it's for girls, it's like verbal assault that just stays in your psyche forever. I mean, can you believe it's been, what, 30 years? No. 30 years since the 90s? Yeah, 30 years since the 90s. Like, well, yeah, bro. Like, how old are we? That's how many years it's been. Bro, like, 30 years. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm turning 30. But, like, all of us, we're all turning 30. Like, everyone in the 90s this decade, we're all going to turn 30. That's yeah, fucking that insane. Crazy? Like, wasn't the 90s, like, two days ago? <laughs> 
I, you know what's it's so funny I'm pretty sure the previous generation before us thought that their generation was the, it's just like a continuous cycle okay last thing last fun fact but apparently um, the crying emoji face is only a millennial thing and all Gen Zers are the skull face is the new lol like that's how old we are we're like <laughs> we're getting cut out of existence most of us are not in TikTok so I know it's like Instagram is now the new Facebook like everyone's on TikTok or Gen Zers are not on Instagram. Instagram is for us, and Facebook <laughs> is for is for our parents. To end it on this, that I feel like us millennials have now we need to fucking take over right now. You know, like there's too many boomers running all this shit, and that's why we're all gonna die from global warming. We need to like literally like put our pants, big pants on, and stop. You know, I understand that most of us. Can I even call our doctor to make an appointment and ask our parents to still do that for us? Like, I understand that we're kind of like grown as kids with yeah. internet, but we need to take over because, you know, the Gen Zers need us to step up. Like, and if you don't haven't noticed, like everything is catered to us nowadays because we live in this big machine called capitalism. So obviously, all of us are the ones that are working mostly now. So everything is a remake. Everything is nineties nostalgia. Because so like, we actually have the capital to like purchase all. These exactly. Things. So wow. go with your dollars. Make sure that you don't spend on Amazon or some shit. You know, be smart about your dollars and like mm-hmm. run for office if you can. If and you know try to take over man like it's time all right well that was a psa from rosa 90s kids do your thing don't be dumb we're turning old but we can still fight yes um, and on another note we'll see you in the next episode bye bye